So, yes, guys, what's up? This is Taishi Arai, the photographer next door. That sounds super creepy, right? Anyway,、uh, yeah, this is Taishi Arai.、Um, I'm a photographer now, currently in the southeast of Asia, and formerly was shooting in LA for about five years in Tokyo before that. And I, no, actually, before that, I was shooting on a cruise ship for like a year and a half. So, that's another fun story to tell. But, yes, guys. So,、um, this is actually my first podcast. I've never recorded anything like this before. And I'm not so, so nervous. I'm not so much nervous as recording this podcast as I am trying to keep you guys' attention. So, I will for sure note and list down the things that I want to talk about in bullet points so I don't get off topic. Okay, I have a memory of a small, tiny, little itty bitty fish, and so I tend to forget things. And if I do get off topic and just run my mouth, then I'm sorry, but just understand that it is what it is. Okay, guys, so、um, moving on. Yes, so for this podcast, my main plan is to I really want to talk to other photographers too. I want to interview other photographers and sort of interview, I mean, sort of ask them how you know, they got to where they are. And how you guys can apply it to your own life as well, your own life and creativity.、Um, it seems like a lot of people are shooting the same things on Instagram, but trust me, they're not. A lot of people are actually、um, super original, and I kind of want to pinpoint those guys and see, just pick their brains about their creativity, right? And Yeah, so I mean, hopefully, there's some kind of t- some takeaway that all of you guys could sort of take away from this. But I do, this is just a whole podcast dedicated to conversation with photographers for photographers.、Um, there's no real theme here.、Um, I don't really want, I'm not really going to be diving into deeply about making money as a photographer or stuff like that. Instead, I just want to have a nice little chill, casual conversation about photography with photographers. So, Uh, yeah, moving on. So, this is the kind of content that I will be talking about. Okay, photogs. Okay, so that's crazy. This is wild, guys. It's been two. It's funny because when you're recording a podcast, when you're talking for about two and a half minutes, it seems like you were talking for literally 25 centuries. It is, oh, <laughs> it's kind of slow, but yes. Moving on. So, I want a little introduction about myself.、Um, I've been taking photographs for about 12, uh, 15 years, 12, uh, 15 years, about 10 professionally, meaning I've been taking money from people to trade with my services,、uh, that being using my camera to take photographs, right? So, it's funny, when I got started, It was my dad handing me down a Nikon or Nikon or Nikon D100. And I kind of didn't know how to use it for the first two or three years. Matter of fact, I had no idea. It's funny because my ISO was locked and I didn't even know that I was locked for the longest time. So I kept telling my friends, like, you know what? It's cool, dude. Like, ISO, fuck. I mean, that's going to be the same no matter what you do anyway. So it was locked on auto. So whenever I pointed、um, my lens at something, it automatically read the ISO. Right? So the whole time I was thinking, you know, it doesn't even really matter. So I was just shooting wrong the whole time until I figured out the unlock button, unlock feature. And then I figured out that the ISO is a very important component into learning the craft that is photography. Okay. 
So yes, there was that. And after that, I don't know, I kind of, it was the first time in my life where I thought that I was good at something. I thought that I was better than other people. And it kind of gave me my self-validation. And then that's when I realized that this was something I wanted to do my entire life. You know, it was just something to do with taking photos and cameras and things like so. And for the better part of, you know, the past decade, it's the only thing that really kept me fed. I mean, when in times of trouble, you know, there would be in times of trouble financially or whatever, emotionally, I guess, somehow. There'd be times where, you know, um, the camera would literally just, it'd be calling to me. And next thing I know, someone would, you know, um, hit me up and be like, hey, Taish, there's a shoot coming up. And I'd be like, yes, fuck yes, another $500. That's going to keep you fed. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, with all that time that I've taken photographs, I've also had side jobs as well. So I've worked in restaurants. Um, for at least four to five years in that five years, uh, except for the time that I was working on a ship as a photographer. That was also interesting, but I do want to dive a little bit more into that later. I want to dedicate an entire episode to shooting on cruise ships. And that was intense men and women. That was schwild. That was insanity. But it was fun, though. I mean, it was really tiring. Okay, imagine an entire contract, which was eight months but I've extended mine because I'm a G and shooting every single day. And it's not like you're casually shooting. Oh, okay, cool. Pose here, pose there. Um, yeah, that looks cool. Let's, um, take it's really not like that. It's not like you're shooting like 30 shots a day or like 30 people a day. It's, it's, you're counting them by the hundreds and you know, you'd have a ridiculous quota of like shooting 600 heads a day. And that was kind of wild. That teaches you how to shoot photographs and if you just held a camera in the beginning of the contract you would be the master of your craft by the end of the entire contract although there were times where you know the shooting settings was it's not it's not ideal it was it was kind of like fast food photography where you know you just had to shoot it the quickest way and in a way where like it's the most digestible for everybody so yes so that's right about it, guys. So that was super fun, too. Would I ever do that again? I don't think so. But what did, what, did I regret ever doing that? Mm, definitely not. I would I would do that a hundred times and over. No, wait, I lied. I just negated myself. I wouldn't do it over again, but I am super glad that I went through all that because inside that ship was a fucking party. And I was at a time of my life where I loved parties. Okay, so it's kind of wild. Um, yeah, after that, you know, I went to L.A., but, the, you know, a couple bunch of things happened between that, between the ship and L.A. I was in Japan and, you know, took another job and stuff like that and shooting on the side. But, yeah, ultimately ended up in L.A. I wanted to chase my dream to be the quote-unquote next photographer in the limelight, right? So it turns out it wasn't as easy as I initially thought it was. Being a photographer, I don't know, you have this thing about your ego and how much you value it more than it is actually valued. And, you know, people were just like, yeah, you should get a, you know, like, a, you should get a mentor, you should get a, you should assist a photographer. But me being me, me being a photographer, which is not conducive at times, I'm just like, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to assist anyone. I ain't no one's bitch. 
<laughs> but then it was two years later where I figured out where I actually made friends with one of my favorite photographers now. His name is Iman Mantovan. He works he works in the industry, shooting all the biggest stars now. He's amazing. He's just a, like a he's a ball of inspiration. He's I don't know, man. Like I could talk to him all day and just like p- pick out his brain and just learn a whole bunch of new things. But yes, he told me that yes, there is a certain structure to the industry, and it is to start in a photo assistant. I mean, start assisting a photographer, or alternatively, you could start working in a photo studio. And not too far away from where I lived in L.A., which was Culver City, was a neighboring um, little town called Hollywood. And within Hollywood, there was Milk Studios, where it really pushed my gears. Um, it really worked me. And when I say worked, I mean like work. You thought like a normal restaurant day job is tiring. Oh my God. I've done that for years, but nothing amounts. You can, nothing beats being like an intern at Milk Studios. It is wild guys. You start from, you know, the working hours is not only it's, it's gnarly, but in a good way, obviously you come home learning just, you know, futures of knowledge just a whole bunch of good stuff like you come home learning a new equipment or how to use an equipment but you also like spend the whole night loading stuff on you know the truck which is going to be sent on some big set the next day like we're talking gucci sets you know we're talking armani sets we're talking nike sets so you get to kind of understand what you get to understand what what lights people are using on which set you know so you're like okay so that's you see that photo shoot you know 10 months i mean four three or four months later and you're like damn so it was the re1k's that the it was a sky panel that they use there it was you know it was all these lights and wow i guess that like you know i guess that 12 by 12 you know half silk really looks soft and yeah no that was pretty cool but no what's cooler was when i started going on set now that's where i really got to see all the photographers do their magic with the big celebrities and that's where i really thought fuck man i really should have started assisting three years ago i would have done this three years earlier and i would have been shooting like the biggest things now and yeah no anyway there's a lot of that kind of stuff that i want to talk to you guys about later on but yeah, just inaugurating the very first episode. I'm not going to make it too long. Uh, this is it, guys. My name is Taishi, and I want to talk about photography with photographers for photographers. All right, guys, whatever you guys do, be original and keep shooting. Peace.